0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another wonderful show of Raising Our Gifted Children right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my wonderful guest is Joseph Palmasino. Oh, he's written a beautiful book it's all about penguinville come find yourself and you know quite honestly we have a society right now that is completely lost and kind of walking around in circles and have completely lost themselves we're here in self-discovery we want to help you find yourself again he says have children lost their way is our society to blame has tech obsession taken the place of true kid experiences he is um, Uh, Well, he talks about Penguinville, you know, join Mayor Pedri, the only purple penguin in town, as he takes you on a tour of Penguinville, a place where you can really be you. From the town baker to the town doctor, he'll induce you to the villa's friendliest residents, all with their own lessons to impart upon your loving self. And it's beautifully illustrated, very invitational. Let's find out why did he write this book why is it so absolutely important for him to get this out there and as we were talking just before the show you know the italian british not though british known for it but it it, everything is about love isn't it and when you can find love around you you can find love within you and those two loves meet and then the possibilities are absolutely endless welcome to the show
1: thank you so much it's a pleasure to be here and and you know you hit a lot of things on the head and we, we, before the show, we were talking a little bit. And um, in today's society, in the era I grew up in, and we talked about that a little bit as far as my background and how family was important, but also neighbors were important. People, people were important. And um, there, there wasn't the technology that we have today. There was, black and white television that was probably about mm, my first our first one was about six inches by six inch screen um stereo was something that you had to unplug the speakers, set them across the room uh put a uh, an lp on the on the uh, turntable and sit in the middle and it was like overwhelming how amazing it was yes and, and so we spent a lot of time just sitting with neighbors mm-hmm. and neighbors got together every night. People got together. Um, houses were open. Cars were open. You could go down. I could walk down to Manny DeFranja's house, my neighbor. And even if they weren't home, I could go in and I could eat cookies that his mom had made. Uh, parents those people, our neighbors, disciplined each mm. other's kids. Mm. Yes. Um, we had all nationalities at our house playing basketball. We had African-Americans and whites. I grew up in a in a junior high in North Akron, uh, North Hill in Akron, Ohio. That was a melting pot. Um, we didn't care because... Mm because the difference was you got to know each individual for who that individual was. Yes. Yes. And there were no labels. The (sighs) labels weren't there because everybody knew each other. And, and I discovered that more uh, as I went on to play college football, Uh, went to Iowa, which was a completely different area for me. Uh, was teammates with guys from California, guys from uh, the worst parts of Miami, Florida, <clears throat> guys from big farms in Iowa and Wisconsin. And, and today, to this day, last weekend, I went out to Iowa State and we had a reunion with all my teammates. And we do that often. Mm-hmm. They're my closest friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't see color. We don't no. see backgrounds. Right. We don't care right. about that. All we care about is that we, how we're to doing today.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: And, and, so, uh, and then two years ago, I had the great opportunity to go to, to China and compete in a Kung Fu competition mm. with 22 different countries. So there were people there from every, almost every country in the world around Asia. I, I was there for 10 days, competed, got to know. Couldn't speak a lot of these people's languages, but fell in love with them anyway. Um, so I, I, I wanted to write this book because I wanted young people, especially, who are caught up in all this, trying to compete in social media, trying to compete for likes, and um, thinking that friends are friends when all they are is somebody clicking friend. Um, And so I wanted to write the book to let them know that who they are is much, much deeper than any blemish, than their hair, than their jewelry, um, than any handicap they have, Mm -hmm. what color their skin is. And those things are so limiting when you when you place categories and you label others and you label yourself. Yeah. So that was the whole point. That's a long-winded explanation. No, perfect one.
0: Perfect. And there's so much for me to respond to there. <clears throat> I think comparison is deadly. And yeah. I'm you know I love social media I just had a birthday and I can't believe of how many people reached out with you know really beautiful messages the people I've interviewed the people that are listening you can have a wonderful community online the big word is interaction right it's yes. not about like it's not about numbers it's about how you're communicating with each other because we are in a world where um sometimes it's hard to especially since you know the pandemic to be out there amongst people that it's the best place to be in your community amongst people and sharing but for some people it's opened up a world of communication for them where they can communicate I communicate with people from all over the world through online and we set up a chat and and we get to know each other and it's it's interaction. One of the problems with social media is comparison as you say and then judgment. Yes. and persecution, yes. and then self-loathing. Yes. Right? And, and those and, that doesn't work.
1: <laughs> no. And, and Sarah, really, it's if you, if you think about it, if you think about Instagram, and, you know, I recently read a story about uh, the rise in teen suicides mm. from Instagram. When you look at the natural thing to do on any social media platform is to share your best side. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of times and, and we're talking about you and I being on social media is totally different than a 13 year old oh yeah 10-year-old.
0: it's that be all and end all isn't it
1: thank you yeah and and and, and until but you have learned mm-hmm. in your life what true relationships are mm-hmm. A lot of times young people have never learned what a true relationship is. And they confuse that. And also they're comparing themselves to an artificial Mm. comparison because someone on there is, could be airbrushing, could be doing whatever they want to do, showing their best side instead of when you meet someone you see all the vulnerabilities you see all the reality the rawness of mm-hmm. that person and and let's face it it's hard enough in person to yeah. do that you have to we have to learn to break down take off the facades mm-hmm. take off the masks because even when we meet personally there's that desire to have that mask of protection And until you break down that mask of protection, you really don't get to know somebody. And that takes time. So that's where I see social media as damaging. Because, um, you know, I I used to have a, uh, I did a radio talk show for 15 years. um, And I swore off social media about five years ago. And I warned people (laughs) about it. I said, you need to escape that. Mm -hmm. And people would say, I remember somebody called in once and said, Joe, why aren't you on social media? We miss you. And I said, you know what? If you want to see me, call me, Mm
0: -hmm. we'll
1: meet for coffee. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, if it's it's that important for you to see me. Now, I understand what you're saying about people that are across the world.
0: Yeah, You can still but have coffee somebody, this way but it's still making yes, the time to meet right
1: as long as it's you too <clears throat> yes <laughs> <laughs> because as soon how many times have you, have, have you gotten on social media you started discussing a, a deep discussion if it's across all boards, mm-hmm. if it's open. you start a discussion and 10 minutes later, so many people have gotten in and diluted it that you don't even know. You're not even talking about the same thing anymore. Right?
0: No, the hate rhetoric comes up, I and mean, because we've got to remember, it's all on algorithms. So what you feed is what grows. Yes. Right. So yes. you know, it, we, we talked the you know, love. You know, love is all. Love is yes. all, love is where everybody wants to be. You know, love with self, with life, with with everything that you are and that you do, and your community. It is about love. You could start something off with love and then somebody who's miserable in their own lives have got to come and dump, you know, I'm, I hear your love and I'm going to counteract it with hate because I, your love is too much for me. I, you know, I'm not willing to take the journey to find love myself. I just simply wish people well on that and delete them. But a kid doesn't know how to do that. And no. I think, do you remember... How it used to be, where well, TVs become the babysitter, then the VCR has become the babysitter. Well, now you're seeing young kids being handed phones, mm-hmm. and it's like it's become the babysitter. But you don't realize how much damage it's actually doing to the brain. Um, now, if it's an educational, you know, there was a kid. Um, my son had a, a thanks. It was Thanksgiving for us this last weekend here in Canada, and um, my son hosted all of his staff and a few of his friends. And one guy had his three year old son there and he was playing games for everything. was educational. It -hmm. was about, you know, developing the brain and this and that it um, wasn't the social media. No, there's plenty of apparatuses that are very good. Big word is moderation. Yeah. A certain amount of time take away. Do not forget to teach your kids interaction, Mm. socialization. If they Mm. don't have those skills, I don't care how bright they are; they're never going to be able to articulate that brilliance because they don't know how to socially interact because they've done it all through an apparatus.
1: Yes, and and then and then the other part of that is that <coughs> um, understanding and having the confidence and knowing that who they are, and this comes with time. I understand that, mm-hmm. but understanding how how special they are, how that, that who they are is, is, is deep. Yeah. It's, it's important. It's, and, and I'm not saying entitled. There's a difference. No, no, No. I'm I'm not saying entitled. I'm not saying you're entitled to anything. You're not because no one is you're, but you're, you're unique
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and and who you are, people need to know, and you need to allow that to shine. And that's basically what I say in the book is let your let your inner self shine. That's the key. Yes. And 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 not being consumed with how you look or how you appear or if you've got a
0: you know uh, so somebody or somebody else expects from you, yes. you know, that expectation yeah. I can't live up to it. it's yeah. too much no because it's not you. It's yes. not you, who, not, not seeing the real you. Yes. If I may, I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit about what we did at the dinner because it's something we've always done growing up, you know, that I've done with my kids growing up is everybody has partaked in a gratitude moment. You know, what are you grateful mm. for? And there was over 20 people there. The most of them work for him, various ages, most of them millennials. And, you know, there was one girl there who has a disability and she said, thank you for, for seeing me as so much more than a dishwasher because she's now the baker at the restaurant, at my son's restaurant, right? You know, other couple, um, they moved to be closer to my son's restaurant because they said, Mm -hmm. thank you for allowing us, for hearing us, for allowing us to be a part of this growth, part of this future. Mm. The amount that went round of everybody was saying, basically what they were saying is, we've all worked in the industry and we may have made more money, but here we feel more enriched and more abundant. Mm. Because we're seen and we're heard. Now, these are millennials. They know how to use all the social media. They've worked in all those jobs of expectation. But they were screaming to be seen and to be heard for who they are.
1: And valued.
0: And valued. And nobody was giving them that value. Um, My son is pure heart. You know, for him, it's, you know, you step up and do your work, but I'm there for you. You know, Mm -hmm. something goes on, you need time off, you take it off, you deal with it. This is community. This is family. Mm-hmm. And this, that's the family you were talking about in the beginning, the community, your, yeah. your neighbors down the road, your friends. I don't know if you've seen the Heath Ledger documentary, but he grew oh, up. Oh, I recommend it. Um, he grew up with 15 friends and he did everything for those friends, and, but they always kept him humble. And mm. he incorporated it with them and the love that they had for each other. Open door, you can live in my house while I'm away making a movie. I don't care. You know, my world is your world. And that's what friendship is about, right? That is what that love of friendship is about, is being there for each other. You're going to go, you know, drift apart, doing your own thing, but come back and share. You're going to have difficulties, but you want to know you've got friends you can go to with those difficulties, and they're there for you. And, you know, looking at how many people like you or following you is not the same. (laughs) It's not the same.
1: And people... Sarah, we, a lot of times you, you spend a lot of your life looking for, you know, there was a, what was that song, looking for love in all the wrong, the wrong places, places yes. but, but you're looking for joy yeah. in what you can get. And then you find out as you start to get older, and I I wish, sounds like your son found it earlier, but it... it you know, you you find out that real joy, mm-hmm. the real peace, comes with giving to others and yes. and, and, and serving others, mm-hmm. and that's where your true joy. I mean, I've had I've had multiple. I used to own nightclubs. I've been an entrepreneur almost all my life, except for the, the football. Which was still entrepreneurial because you could get fired in a heartbeat from college football <laughs> coaching. But I, I, um, right now, I, uh, like I said, I just finished radio and I was doing that just, it started out just kind of a lark and turned out to be uh, 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 the number one show in Northeast Ohio for, mm. for years and for its time slot. It's only because I didn't care and, I didn't care if they fired me. So I was able to be real. Yes. Um, But now I own a radiology company that is um, it's in Connecticut, Georgia, Florida, we're spreading out all over. And we've been in business for 20 years and, and it's not, and, and I will give the, the, the one reason we're successful, we've been successful. Is we truly, truly serve our customers, and we serve our employees. Um, Why?
0: Because
1: you care. Because I care, but but also, you also realize. In, uh, you care, then you realize it works.
0: Yes. <laughs> Hello. I mean, you know, as I said, these guys have taken a pay cut because with COVID and restrictions and everything right now, he can't be fully open. So they've taken a pay cut because they rather feel the self-value of being seen and heard and being a part of something than mindlessly making money or something where you just feel that you're part of the garbage and they can throw you out anytime.
1: Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And 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 your customers. Yes. You know, I've talked to people about selling because you have all these books out there that talk about closing how to close yes. how to do this how to do that
0: yeah yeah
1: and really closing is about first of all not trying to fit a round peg in a square hole right. and be really be willing to walk away when you know your service isn't the best right secondly is does this truly make a difference in the mm-hmm. customer's life and his business. Right. If it does, then you're passionate about it, and you don't have to worry about closing because closing happens. Yes. It's supposed to happen.
0: Yeah. But it's <laughs> about relationships, isn't it? It's like I yes. always say, why would I buy from you if I can't buy you?
1: Yes, exactly. That is so true. And own, I've had if, people say that.
0: Right. If you're not th- if I can't get you if you're not real if I just feel you're pitching and you're just looking for a sale yes you know it's like you're I know, not you're me. not looking at me you're just looking at the dollar sign but if i can see that you really care about wanting me to have this product because you really do believe it will make my life better then you know thank you for seeing me for caring
1: i yes. want to do Again. business
0: with you caring Again. <laughs> Simple and,
1: and, word. <laughs> and that's why you're, and your and your son is in a restaurant or in a business yep. that is all relationships.
0: All of it, and,
1: and if he cares, yes, and his employees, the people who yeah. work with him, take ownership of that caring also, then the people that come in. This is like home. They want to keep going.
0: Oh, well, you know, cheers. Everyone knows your name. We may not know everyone's name. Yes. But, you know, peep, the people go to it and say, no, this is our restaurant. This is our restaurant. And even, and even through the thick and thin of it, like three days before the lockdown, my son had snapped his Achilles and had an operation. And Uh I'd gone over to look after him because he couldn't work. So I was going to look after him and and help at the restaurant. And the news calls him after the lockdown and they want to feature his restaurant. So there he is with a cast unshaven as they're interviewing him and then taking orders over the phone with his leg up, Uh you know, just (laughs) pivoting. And it's like the whole way through has just pivoted. So like this weekend, he just did a wedding and then they closed for Thanksgiving to give the staff time off and the staff that were there, they put out 200 Thanksgiving meals for people. People wow. just to pick up and take home and not worry about it, right? Because when we had a heat wave here, he said, I'm sorry, the kitchen's too hot. We're closed. I'm not going to subject my staff to that. Wow. And people in the community know that. And they'll respect that and say, well, you're not open. No. People come first. Yes. And if we put people first, everything else will follow.
1: Yes. And, and, and now we are in an age and 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 i i blame part of this i blame a lot of it and maybe i'm wrong but i blame a lot of it on the fact that it is much easier now to hide behind a screen yes throw throw slings and arrows at people oh
0: yeah and, and your frustration nobody's yeah, going to come back at and, you and, yeah. and
1: and not go out and truly get to meet people but we're in it we're in an age now that i don't think i know i've never seen i'm 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 always Eternally hopeful, but but I look at um, the way we categorize now. We categorize everything. We categorize religions. We categorize uh, political parties. Were you know slot 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 slot. Yeah, just keep. Yeah, exactly. Keep yeah. putting people in little places, mm-hmm. and that way it's easier. It's much more comfortable. Than getting, then, then being vulnerable and getting to know someone and maybe someone breaks down your preconceived notions of them. And you have to, God forbid, you have to love them. Yeah. And, and, and we, we are in, we are getting further and further away from that caring and personal touch and we're getting more and more into categorizing and and then there's people that obviously feed on that oh yeah and they 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 enjoy it they not only enjoy it but they make money off of it oh yeah by keeping us divided they get power from mm. keeping us divided yes yeah, the whole thing yeah. and and so that was the idea. If we're gonna save our society, save
0: the um, kids.
1: We have to get we have to somehow get to the children. Um
0: but, but through the and children, and you get through, through to the, the parents, children. We get yes, to adults. yes, because <laughs> while the adults are reading to the children, they're having a reminder. Yes. And I, I've interviewed an awful lot of children's authors, and it's like there is always a lesson to be learned for the children. For them, it's like, oh, ah, e, oh, I want to be like that. Oh, that's exciting, right? Because yeah. you're introducing something new. What you're doing to the parents is like, oh gosh, I don't. Oh gosh, no, I don't do that. Maybe we should do that, yeah. you know. And it's it's a reset for them, a reminder for them, and we don't. We know. Let's face it. You know, the internet and the apparatuses are here to stay. They're not going anywhere. And our kids are going to be using them. But what we want them to do is moderate, use them responsibly, responsibly, and also be the interactive, be invitational, right? But first and foremost, know thyself. Yes. Because you can't be twisted into a pretzel by somebody else if you know who you are. And that's the yeah. important thing. I spent 50 years discovering. I, I mean, as a child, I knew exactly who I was. And then I got into adulthood and it's like, well, everybody wants this yeah. and that of me. And, and like I'm twisting and turning and trying to yeah. please everybody. And then I'm the one that's completely schizophrenic, of who yeah. the hell I am. And then the that's long right. journey back to I'm Sarah. Take me or leave me. I won't be offended. I yeah. put my vulnerability out there in trust and if you're going to abuse it delete you know i won't have anything yes. to do with you but if you embrace who i am in my honesty in my love then you're going to be able to get somebody who really cares for you who really advocate for you mm-hmm. and it invites other people to be vulnerable we've forgotten that gift of vulnerability haven't we
1: we have <sighs> we have we we have because it's 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 um it it's what you see you see yeah. you know people posting selfies on Instagram and you know putting themselves you know it's like taking these pictures and 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 just you know I, I want um and, and it's real important to me now it's been important to me for a while is just I just want to get I, I'm a hugger.
0: Oh me too. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know if I see someone it's it's a hug.
0: Yeah. I hug
1: um so and I, have to watch I have energies it... coming
0: together. I have to
1: watch out my employee <laughs> because people may read that differently, but I I really truly
0: you're not a Biden.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not a Biden. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a hugger for any other reason than I than I want to know yeah. that your love yes i want to wrap them up yes
0: and how much does that hug do to some you to somebody you give them a hug and at first they go Ooh, and i they, oh yeah this feels good i didn't know this could feel so good and <laughs> we, we we don't realize that kind words and soft tones that you can you know set the ground and, and soothe and open people up but that hug again back to i care enough to share my energy with you yes and look at kids what do they do? Hug, 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 hug yes. all the time. Right? You know, I when also they're be, small. Yes, when they're small.
1: Not to. <laughs>
0: yes, exactly. You know, uh, you know, um, people say, Well, you know, my heart is closed off. I've been hurt and this that. How do I open my heart again? I say, go and watch children play. Go yeah. watch poppy dogs chasing a stick or a ball. Go out into nature and to see how utterly beautiful it is. The trees always talking to you. The breeze is always clearing away the cobwebs. The ocean is always lapping up against the shores. There is energy and love around you all the time. Let it put a crack in your heart and open it up.
1: Yeah. And and be willing. I used to tell people and, and I'm I'm a believer in this myself. Be outrageous. You want to get out you want to get out of your little box. Yes. Go stand on the corner of some busy street and just say hello to people as right. they walk by. <laughs> you know, do something, do something <clears throat> outrageous. Yeah. Put yourself out there, stretch yourself, even though it's uncomfortable the first time. Start getting used to being vulnerable and being a little bit outrageous. So people look at you as, is that guy nuts? But it kind of nice. I'm not saying going out and doing something utterly ridiculous or hurting people. I'm saying going out and just—I I mean, I—I I try and say hello to people yeah. as they walk by, as they right. walk by fast. You, uh, I, walk, you, but yeah, I mean, but to, yeah. really look them in the eyes. Yes. There oh my
0: God. Yes. We, we don't look at in the eyes anymore, and it's like you may not actually say the words, but. It, I'm seeing you. Hi, good morning. You know, know? I don't know if you've seen this video of a guy that went and stood in a square and and uh, a sign across the thing, just come and hug me. And he blindfolded himself and just put his arms out. And people kind of walked by and then other people started hugging. And then as more people hugged and more people hugged, and then you could just see everybody walked away with a smile. Yes. Now, isn't a smile a beautiful (laughs) thing to see? Yeah,
1: especially when you know that you did something completely outside your comfort zone, yes. outside the box, that I'm caused it. a
0: stranger. Yeah, it
1: it, it is. Uh, that's what I, I really tell people. You know, if if somebody's really into the really down and go do something crazy,
0: yeah, go do
1: something crazy, yeah. You know, go out instead of watching someone else play with the dog, go over and lay on the ground and let that same dog come and lick your face yes. and play with you. Yes. You know, don't don't be a bystander in it. Go and get involved. Um, I live
0: with um, an 88-year-old and, and we live here in Victoria, which is beautiful, and we're right by the water. And we'll go for a walk where there's lots of dogs. And it's like we're going to get our doggy fix. And we go and we're saying hello to everyone. And as soon as the dogs, come on, come on. And we go, got to get in there. And, you know, after a dozen dogs, we feel better now. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, people love the dogs to have the attention. And then you share stories about the dog, whether yeah. or the this and that. You know, one of the things we've forgotten about, as I said in the beginning, whether it's online or whether it's in person, interact with each other.
1: Yes. But interact genuinely. Yes. Yeah, you know, when you could interact superficially, you can interact just to interact. Yes. Yeah. Um, really connect. That's yeah. the key. It's not interact. It's connect. <laughs> yes. Yes. You have to connect deep and, and, and that takes looking at someone's eyes, waiting for a reaction, not saying, Like walking past someone and saying, How are you? and walking by before they even have a chance to answer. I'm talking about stopping. Hello. Mm -hmm. How are you? How's your day? Make that, you know, wait for an answer. Connect with that person. That's how I connected with people from all different nations who couldn't speak my language in China. Who I couldn't speak theirs, and we would just sit there and make signs,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and and talk. And next thing you know, um, you know, we're we're hugging. Yeah. Um, I'm going to show you a picture. Do you have a moment?
0: Yes, most certainly. I actually was married to a Chinese guy, and oh, okay. um, and his his father spoke English, his mother didn't, um, but it, it was always about the touch. The smile, the tone of voice, the looking at. And we may not have understood each other in words, but we understood each other in intention.
1: And and we became very... This is... I don't know if you can see this. This is me Mm -hmm. with a gentleman that I competed against Right. in China. I couldn't... he doesn't even know my name.
0: Uh-huh. You don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know, this uh, is the thing that that kind of sharing of energy is beyond I- I explanation. It, it, it is the introduction, you know, and you know what we had. Go ahead. Keep yeah. going. No, that's He's, one. So you teach uh, Kung Fu and you took no, your kids. I over
1: actually, there. I actually am a student of it, but these are a group of kids. Um, I was obviously taller Mm -hmm. bald and white (laughs) Uh, and so i was a little unique there Mm,
0: yes (laughs) might stand out a wee bit (laughs) (laughs) so uh
1: it, it was interesting but i but yes the the and all the people you know you hear and this is another thing sarah I'm talking too much, but I, no, you know,
0: this is what this is. It's a talk uh, show. <laughs> well,
1: you, you, you hear so many things about China. Yes. Oppressive it's it's yeah. communist people, you know, you get this idea that people are living in boxes yeah. and, and, and I went over there and I absolutely fell in love with the people. Mm-hmm. And, just, I went everywhere. And you mm. know what, it was so safe. And I yeah. know it's safe because there's cameras and yes, stuff like yeah. that. But I understand that. But I walked down the streets at night in the dark, walked down alleys, early morning. Um, Kids just come over, bring you food, mm. bring you stuff. I, I, uh, I, I, I'm going to tell you a very a, a kind of Unique story, I guess. They took it wrong, but there were a group of ladies that were in a little floating boat, um, and they were on shore and they were collecting oysters. Mm. In the there was because we were close to the ocean, and I wanted to ride in their boat, so I had uh, fifty yen, um, and I walked over to the boat where these women were. And I was going, I was showing me boat, go for a ride, and I was showing the money, and they were, no, 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 and they were, they were really kind of upset. And I was you like, "You're you?" <laughs> they thought. And, and this is this is an, uh, but everybody on the shore, people on the shore were laughing, and I said, "What are they laughing about?" And I finally saw, found someone who was speaking English, and he said. He think they think you're trying to buy them for something else than a ride in the boat. Right,
0: exactly. You want a ride in the boat? Oh my goodness!
1: (laughs) I said, "Tell them."
0: Lost in translation.
1: (laughs) But it was fun. It it, it was just. It was. Did you get your
0: ride in the boat? I did not. Yeah.
1: (laughs) After that, I left.
0: Yeah, but but that you know comes from the preconceived, because of the way things have been before, yes. the assumption immediately is, you want something else. So they won't think about you want to ride in the boat? Yeah, right? They go on the defense because of things that have happened before. And you can't blame them for that. No. Um, but at, at the same time, isn't it just sad? that yes. That is the first thing that kind of comes to mind. And we're living in a world where what do we see all the time? What's on the news all the time, The violence, the destruction, the, the rape, the abuse, the shootings, the this and that. What do we see all the time in our face? And mm-hmm. quite honestly, if you lived purely by the news, why would you want to continue living? Because it just shows a world that is so completely ugly, right? You know, mm-hmm. one of the first things is they say, switch off the news. I watch my local news, so can, local things that are happening, and then that's it. If I want to know what's going on in the world, I watch Trevor Noah, the comedian, or Colbert. Because at least they can tell you what's going on with a sense of humor. Otherwise, you'd go mad. I
1: right?
0: agree. And then agree. what do you do with that tension and that frustration? You bring it into your own life and you bring it into your children's lives and all of a sudden they're tense and they're upset and they don't know why. Right. right? But they know there's something wrong.
1: It's still, it's so true. Mm-hmm. So true. And that, and it really, and, and I miss the days of just, and we have to do it. I, I try, my wife and I, Kirby, we, we try and do this all the time. For instance, we, we just build a, a, a pizza oven in the back. We had it built. And we just what had an
0: Italian thing to do. Oh yeah. It
1: was so good. Oh, cooking.
0: Yeah. We used to have a pizza restaurant in the oven. Oh. Yeah. oh, I love it. I love
1: it. And so we had, um, all my, all my relatives, my brother and all my cousins, um, Many of my cousins, not all of them, but many of my cousins, over Saturday night, and um, we just sat there. You know, we just sat out in the back, sat out in the kitchen, different places, cooked pizzas, talked, had some wine. You know, and and you and when they all left, Kirby and I looked at each other and we said, "Boy, that was just a joy." It was just so, and and even Sunday morning when we woke up, said, I wish we could do that again today.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is something like this Thanksgiving I did with with my son there. Yes, most of its staff, some of his customers, some of his good friends, and of course me, Mama. And, you know, it was just that everybody was so comfortable with each other. Yes. And everybody went away, not only with full stomachs, but with feeling of the gratitude and feel I can't wait for the Christmas party, not because the bus is giving us a free meal, right? but because we love coming together. I've gone to um, his staff's houses where they've cooked a dinner for him and we're all drinking and, and eating and sharing because there's uh, there's there's. Um, various nationalities that work for him, which is wonderful because they bring their flavor and their, you know, their own sensibility to it. And it's just, they feel so at home with him that they invite him into his home and he can just be himself and they can just be themselves. And there's no like boss and things like that. That is how life should be. We should, it doesn't, there's the hat on of boss and staff when you're working. And then after that, you know, let's enjoy life.
1: That's not how it should be. That's how it was meant.
0: Exactly. And that's how it (laughs) used to be. Right now, I grew up in England, you know, not quite so open. But still, when we had people around the table, my mom was a great cook, and we loved having people around the table. We loved doing that. We loved everyone coming together. It might be a bit more formal. And then mom and I moved to South Africa. And kind of that formality kind of dropped off and we have bright places, barbecues in the garden and she'd make food and you'd end up with not just a few people around the table, but 40 people there and yeah. people just turning up. And you just hope you have enough food and they bring yeah. the wine and they'll bring this and they'll bring and that. And that's fine. And one of the things I love is potlucks where everybody brings a dish and you yeah. get to sample everyone's food. Coming together like that is what community is all about. Yeah. And when our kids learn that, when they learn that, they're going to duplicate that. They're going to always want to have those friends around them. It's Bingo. not competitive. It's not comparison. It is about community. Whether your community is your, your apartment block, your school, whatever it is, make a community out of it. Know thy neighbor.
1: Yes, you. You. We have to. And and I look at I look at all the things, and you look story after story after story, um, of things that go on in the world, and it really you look and you say everything looks upside down yeah i know and and it really all boils down to all that sarah it all boils down to a sense of community and and not having community and when you don't have that then you listen to people you gather information secondhand You form opinions, you categorize, you label, you pigeonhole. And then it becomes very easy to hate.
0: Demean. Diminish. Yes. They're not
1: important. I I often wonder how anybody could harm somebody intentionally. Right. And and you have to think.
0: You can't do that in a vibration of love. You can't no. knowingly hurt someone else because it hurts you yes. to hurt someone. Even if you yeah. upset someone, you get upset by upsetting someone. Thank you. <laughs> right? Yeah.
1: It 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 blows You have to away. be devoid so, of
0: love to do that, to and, hurt other people. And the
1: natural thing is for children. When children are born, they're loving, they're nurturing, they want to be held, they want to be. And then we actually work hard as a society to condition them that that is wrong. <laughs> and like you said, and then you have to, somewhere along the line, if you're fortunate enough as you are, you learn it all over again to come back to that childlike person that you were. Yes. But but too often, you know, there's a saying that says, most people live their lives in quiet desperation. Mm. And um, they can they can show things. They can show a certain way. They can show that they're happy. They can be successful, but they live their lives in quiet desperation because they are missing out on that joy that they got a taste of. Yes. When they were children. And don't know how and to it, get back. And they don't know how to get back. And they I have lost a- it.
0: Yeah, no, I have a six-month grandson and, oh, apple of my eye. I mean, oh, yeah. this this little boy is just so smiley and so happy. And, you know, he had a cold last week, which he gave me for my birthday. Thank you, darling. Uh, but, you know, even even in the midst of crying and the snotty nose, it'll be... You know, and he had a little fall the the other day, and he was crying his heart out, and his parents were like, "Oh my God!" You know, first fall, end of life, right? You know, and he cried and cried and cried, and he turned to me after he cried and smiled, and I said, "He's fine. (laughs) He's fine. First of many falls, he's fine." But the love that exudes from this child, and you know, but my daughter is kind of more reserved. She's always been brought up in my arms. I'm I'm one of those mums, you know. Everybody, it doesn't matter if you're mine or not. <laughs> I'm a hugger and a kisser. Yes, am, yeah. And that's, you know, that's the way I am. But she's a little more reserved but to see her with her son, you know, and it's like, mom, stop kissing him. And then she's, wah, 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 wah. we can't help it. We're devouring him, right? right? It is my job to make sure that he stays in that joy. Yes. Right? And parents job too, but you know how it takes over with the education and the this, what did they do to him since the day he's been born? They read to him every night. He has no oh. understanding what they're doing. They're showing the books, they're reading, they're getting him into it. Now he's looking at the books. He doesn't know the story. He's six months old, but he loves the books, Yeah. right? And, every, and he loves the time. He loves on the lap, time yes. with mom and dad, reading that they do that That's right before he goes of, to sleep, right? And yeah. or in the day, if he's upset, and they want to calm him down, they read a book. Yeah. And my brother's a an author. So of course he wants people to read books, but we've forgotten that art of just being still and being in the moment, I always made sure that my kids had time alone to be with themselves. Mm-hmm. Because in that time, it was reflection time, or they discovered their art or they discovered something else. So maybe they'll come together and put on a play. Mm-hmm. But you know, it was learning to be still, learning yeah. to be okay in silence, learning it that it, you don't have to be entertained every minute of the day. That if you can't find comfortability in yourself, in stillness, you're always going to be uncomfortable everywhere else.
1: I learned that because I was punished all the time, and I always had to be in my room by myself or something. Right. I
0: didn't use the (laughs) room as punishment. I used to put them in the corner facing us, right? So we would have the fun, and you would have to watch it. Are you ready to join us? Yes. And the attitude has to change. You're watching us have fun, and you're not a part of it. But not the room. (laughs) <laughs> I
1: was in the room which which was funny because you know my stubbornness um goes back to when I was a child and and i'm I'm confessing this, but my mother you know would try and put me in a corner, would put me in my room, and then she would come in after a time and say, Okay, you could come out now, and I would say, No, yep. I like it in here." and i just stay (laughs) and it was like ah you just did and my mother is uh just turned 100
0: wow how wonderful
1: yeah so she just turned uh, 100 august 23rd and she said and she talks about this all the time she talks about you were just so hard to deal with But, you know, but, and, and she goes, well, now I'm, because she's 100, and every once in a while she, she's forgetful, and she mm-hmm, does, she said, I'm paying you back. <laughs> I'm paying you back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I had three, and they were all very different, and my daughter's husband is a solo child. And she had horrible labor. I mean, just absolutely horrible. And she said, no, I will have another one because I don't know what it would have been like if I hadn't grown up without my siblings. And, you know, if they fought when they were young, I made them hug and kiss each other. Uh And it'd be, ooh, as they (laughs) hug and kiss each other and they've forgotten about the fighting, right? Or put it into creativity. And they put on plays and they do all this and that. And, and it's just, yeah, we had our headaches. So I've got gray hair and I've, I've got at least two of my kids' I names in that hair. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they openly admit that they put me through a great deal. But yeah. who they are today, they're all in their 30s. My one daughter turning 39 this year. And it, you know, it's like, I look at them now, each one of them got a wonderful partner. They love what they're doing in life. But the most important thing is they've let their hearts shine. And they went dark for a while, one or two of them. Um, And they came back because they knew the heart mattered. Yes. And they didn't want to let the siblings and the mum down. Right. Like, you know, that's not the person they see me as. And it's, the heart will always draw you back if you will allow the heart to do so.
1: Absolutely, and and you will drift. That's part of learning.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: Drifting, drifting is part of learning. It's yes. part of growing.
0: The explore, exploration of life. We're going to do that to the day we die, right? Keep yeah. exploring. Keep wandering yeah, And there. that's
1: what. And that's what I tell. I tell kids now. I I mentor some. Uh, some people, some different different young people, and I mentor a lot of people because I coached them, and mm-hmm. they come back to me, but. I tell people, um, you know, every, everybody wants to either come out of college or come out of some education and say, what am I going to do for the rest of my life?
0: Exactly.
1: And because of that, then there's paralysis by analysis, because yes. they think about it so much. I have to find the one thing yep. I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And I keep telling them. I'm going to tell you what I've been, I've owned nightclubs. I was a football coach. I did fell into a radio job that I had no business being in and, and did it. I own a radiology company. I've sold water treatment systems door to door. I, 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 and I don't know, I don't think I'm done yet. No, I'm, I'm 68 years old, Sarah. Well, you're
0: just one year older than me, right? Well, I'm and 60... I started this pro this whole platform at 57. Yes. But, and somebody said, I want you to join my podcast. What's that? I, know.
1: <laughs> I started I started this the business with my partner when I was 48 years old. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were saying, Are you crazy?
0: What yeah. are you doing? And there is no such thing as retirement. You slow down like, and redirect, but not retire. And, and there's red-
1: also no such thing in one thing. Yes. You, you. When, when, we're, when we're talking about learning, and we're talking about evolving, and we're talking about changing. Yeah. That's all part of it. You've got to have the experience. And and. You have to go with the direction yes. you want to go. I mean, you might want, you might think I'm going to be this. I'm going to be a restaurant owner. And all of a sudden at 50 years old, you say, you know, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. I want to right. do something else. Well, go.
0: Yeah. Go. I have been everything across the spectrum. I was actually South Africa's first go-go dancer before it no. got sleazy. Right. <laughs> I was 16 years of age, you know. Wow. and. And I I've, I've was Mobile Oil's first woman rep, you know, and knew nothing about oil, but knew about customer service. I've yeah. done I've owned restaurants. Um, you know, I'm a spiritual counselor. I've done numerous things, Owned dress shops. I've done numerous things in my life. And, uh, you know, people said, well, were you successful? And money-wise, no, I've never been very good with money. But in results, yes. Why? Because I was in discovery just as much as my clients were, yes. right? And it's exactly. like it's not me lording over you with my knowledge. It's that this knowledge helped me. Let's see if we can apply it to you and let's discover what it will do for you. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. And 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 understand that there's that there's change. And that's what that's what that's what the one message I get I try and get to like adolescents and, yeah. and or or people who are stepping out in the world from college.
0: Yeah.
1: Is that you can't make a mistake.
0: Yeah. Pick or if you what, do own it
1: well yeah but yeah I mean, you know like
0: i shouldn't have done that why oh okay but don't beat yourself up over it
1: yes but i i guess what i'm talking about is a mistake in your it's a lesson, yeah in
0: yeah. other
1: words you start a job it may not turn out to be the job you wanted but there's things you're going to learn from that oh yeah and, and you don't have to worry about making that mistake in your vocation because you can change. You're not locked in. You're not in a prison. You're going to evolve. Yes. Right.
0: Ooh, I love that book. This book is just so brilliant because it's so small. It's so precise. Who moved my cheese? I talk about it often on there. Two mice, two men around abundance of cheese. When the cheese is gone, what do they do? Yes. And he originally wrote it just um, to help people in changing business. Yes. Oh, I want it to stay the same. Nothing stays the same. Now you can no. keep the fundamental things that the, the roots or the essence or the, the mission or the value of something. But if you're not willing to constantly grow and pivot and learn and apply, you're going to collapse in anything and, in life. Right. Really? What,
1: what is, what is learning? Learning is, is is really getting it's a series of breaking things down yeah to the point where you finally know who you are um and and that you're you're because then you're free
0: yes and you don't have to have permission from anyone else yes. to be you. You don't, it doesn't matter. Like if I always say I'm not everybody's cup of tea, but I might be somebody's strong cup of coffee. Yeah. You know, it's okay. <laughs> if you don't like me, it's okay. I'm not going to be offended. I used to be because what am I doing wrong? Yeah. Why don't you like me? I don't care anymore. You either like me or you don't. You're either on my vibration or you're not. Right? You know, you either see me or you don't. That's okay. I'm all right with me. And it took a long time to get there. And I want our kids to grow up knowing yes. that it's okay to be them. And even even some, some wrong directions they may take that they don't end up liking who they are. That's okay. It's a lesson learned. Know yeah. when to change direction. You no, don't, do. don't get caught up in that hurricane. Know how to get out of it. Right? And it's... Don't... The worst thing we can do to ourselves is beat ourselves up for making a mistake or going down the wrong way because it was a life lesson. You know one thing from that, you don't like it and you don't want to do it again.
1: Right, right. That's why when I, and I'm I'm not doing this for any other reason because I didn't write this book to make money or to be famous or anything like that, Sarah. But you've seen this, right?
0: I've got a copy of it. Yes, on the uh, computer. Yes. Okay.
1: Well, the idea behind that is, again, that was all the things we've talked about, about trying to, I'm hoping, it, it's not a book you just, I, I think it's, it's not a book you just read to your kids. It's a, it's a book that you read, and you discuss. Yes. I, I don't yes. think it was meant to be something you just read and say,
0: uh, that's it. it's it. Let's invitation. talk about, it's us talk about. Yeah.
1: Ned. He's yeah. in a wheelchair. He was mm-hmm. hurt. He's yeah. he's no one cares. He, you know, Pedri's purple. Everybody, all the other penguins aren't. Pedri came from a different place. He came from Zorbal. He came from a place that all the penguins are purple. And, and then you have June, who's the doctor, who's a young female penguin doctor, who replaced an old doctor who delivered most of the people there. And there was fear mm. because she was young. She was a woman. But they learned how to get beyond it. And it's and it's all those, it's all those mm-hmm. things that I, I just it was very important to me. And, and Laura Watson, who's from Canada, by the way, mm-hmm. um, she illustrated it and she's, she's brilliant. Um, she did a wonderful job. And then, um, then I had an illustrator or no, a book designer from actually London, England, who we collaborated. Now that's the good thing about online.
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. And collaboration and go, is one of my favorite C's.
1: Yeah. And we <laughs> collaborated across the world on this. Um, and and put it all together. And they took ownership of it and they were wonderful. But it, it's it was a blast. I I, I want to do more, but I I'm only gonna do more if I'm truly inspired to do more. Right. I was truly inspired to do this.
0: Yeah. I was
1: it wasn't me.
0: I have a show on last week, which uh, really moved me. And it's, it's a guy who lost his father. He was in the Korean War. And his uh, father came back with post-traumatic stress disorder. And, mm-hmm. and he was up and down, up and down. And he thought suicide was a coward's way out and ended up committing suicide. Because mm-hmm. he couldn't deal with life. But he didn't want to just tell that story. And he worked with children, especially you know, autistic children. So he decided to write the story around a book of an autistic child losing his father. Hmm. And, you know, how the older brother was resentful of the autistic child because he got all the attention, you know, wanted to make it more, you know, um, dynamic in in its storytelling. And I was saying one of the problems with people of post-traumatic stress, because I have a veteran show as well where I interview veterans and with autistic and I've interviewed some beautiful autistic people too and the gifts and, and the beautiful talents they have. But we all expect them to come into our world and communicate We Mm. don't go into their world and communicate. And they're both operating on a different sphere of communication now due to experience or due to the autism. And I was so happy that he put it together because, you know, another person I interviewed, um, she doesn't call it disabled. She calls it differently abled.
1: Oh, wow. And
0: I think that is so much more beautiful. It's beautiful, isn't it? Differently abled. Autistic people may not fit into the social spectrum but beautiful gifts in the world that they're in even our post-traumatic people with with if we could go in and listen to them and learn from them you know what a gift they are back to us and it's a question that i think we haven't stopped to listen my shows as you can see are an hour plus long People, oh no, your attention span is only 10 minutes. I said, I'm not that audience. I don't want that audience.
1: I never did either on my show. No. I never did that. If you're looking
0: for instant gratification, I'm the wrong person for you. It's about the depth of the knowledge, the nuggets, the the entire feast that you're going to get out of it. Right. And if it's only one thing you get out of it, and it's pivoted your life in any way. Hallelujah. Right. You know, it's if you give people that time, that respect of that time what you're going to get out of it is something that's going to serve you on a far greater scale. And I think that's something we could teach our children to give each other time.
1: Yes. And, and give, and I have, I have a, a friend who um, he and his wife were, were teachers for 30 years in the local public school here in Canton, Ohio. They also loved horses. They were married. They, they are married. They've been married 48 years. But when they both retired, they decided, now this is, I mean, they, they just taught for 30 years, Sarah. You think it'd be like, oh, we're going to rest now. They went out and they found uh, a stable, a horse stable, where they these people allowed them space in there. They went out they rescued horses first mm-hmm. of all mm-hmm. so they rescued horses they brought those horses back and they established a, pay, a place called whispering Grace horses mm-hmm. and they bring autistic kids, yes. they bring all these kids and they teach them how to work with the horses. Um, they started out with two or three kids because yeah. and now these kids these kids get these horses to do all these things I know. And they, they, it completely changes their lives because these yeah. huge animals yes. come walking up to them and they could control them and they yeah. could tell them what to do and they could teach them how to do things. So now this was eight years ago when they started. They had like three families. Now they have, they actually bought their own farm. They have a big stable uh with indoor areas, outdoor areas, places for the horses, they keep rescuing more horses. they established whispering grace uh, out there for families. Now they have over 200 kids coming. And now they built another one across the street and that's called Freedom Farm. and that is strictly for veterans.
0: Mm. Yes, And so
1: now they're bringing veterans out there and they're working these horses with veterans. And so it's, it's unbelievable. And these are two people that just taught for 30 years and they've given their lives to them. I'd
0: love to interview them. I've interviewed other people who work with not just autism, but troubled, you know, anybody who has, a kind of an inner conflict you know there's something about the animals they see beyond that they i see your heart i see your soul yes, they do and they they just go in and speak to that heart they speak to that soul and that's you know where people who are differently able or going through troubled times or depression or anything else we don't know how to articulate on this level but you just go to an animal and that animal doesn't care about what that articulation. No. They go straight to the source, which is the yes. heart. And
1: that's Beautiful. what these horses do. Yes. And 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 they, so how
0: many people are she rescuing? All those horses that are rescued, rescued the veterans that horse, are rescued, the autistic kids that are rescued, the families of, that are rescued. Yes. Right? Yeah. Oh no. Domino effect. It, it, Beautiful. It's
1: amazing. And this is this is right here, um, like 15 <laughs> minutes from where I live. It's in and, and these two people just did this. Um got it started. Um, and now it's over overwhelming. I mean, we, my wife and I went out there, I I think it was probably two weeks ago and just walked around and it's, and the, you know, the kids are there, the, the, and, and, and they train people to, to teach the kids. And then there's people that work with the kids and there's guys who work with the veterans and, and they've completely separate. So that yeah. it, it, it's just totally amazing to me. And I, I look at that and I see these what these people have done. And and it's really this can't take this this has to happen in an interaction. Yes. It has to be
0: yeah. right there. Yeah.
1: It has to happen. It's like
0: personal. That. Right? And it's we personal. We need to be. Yeah.
1: I need to be. That horse,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know. I mean, we we need to be those, yes. those people. We need to give. We need to be there. And
0: you receive uh, so much by giving. You, now, you may never get way. a thank you. You may that's never even way. get an acknowledgement. Yeah. But that satisfaction of of giving something that helps somebody in, in, in any minuscule way is just so warming to you because you know you're contributing. You're contributing to the solution and not the problem. And so much is creating to the problem. We're feeding that unknowingly. If we know that, if we could just acknowledge that and go, no, I'm going to give the same energy that I gave to that. And I'm going to give it over here without looking for a return, because the return is in the satisfaction of giving.
1: You could almost do life works out well when you almost do the opposite of, of everything that the world tells you to do.
0: But why that, is the world? Does that make it, sense? Oh, no, 100% because let's look at the agenda. And, you know, when you're looking at the agenda of the way the world is dictating, it is about dividing, right? It is yes. about pocketing as we did before, everybody in their own little slot. Yes. Who is benefiting from that pharmaceutical company? because people get sicker, the drugs go up, the government likes it because they've got people in fear and in control, all of the organizations that profit from that. Now, if people stand up and say, no, I'm taking charge of my own life and coming from my own heart and you can't dictate, they've lost their power. Yes. So yes. we are the power we seek. It's in us.
1: But right? we... But we you know it, it's it's the whole thing if you take everything you're taught in the world
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you do the opposite yeah if if you're taught what's the other thing that we're taught to get we're taught to grab the gusto yeah we're taught to have it your way yeah. these are even slogans yes on advertisements mm-hmm. You know, we're we're taught I should get mine. Yeah. When when the truth what's in was, it for me. Yes. And and what and and we're told that we're also taught what you said about separation, about we should be, we should stay with our own, we should do this, yeah. we should do that. We
0: should hate somebody because they didn't. So, they're so different.
1: now you take the opposite of what the world tells you where's the true joy come in? when we get or when we give right when we accept and interact or when we separate
0: Mm -hmm.
1: when we label or Mm -hmm. when we don't label Mm -hmm. if you do if you take everything that would be an interesting study to have someone say okay for one year i'm gonna do everything opposite of what the world tells me to do wouldn't that be interesting
0: I think there are people actually doing it where they're kind of giving the proverbial finger to society and saying, you know, no, I mean, you know, uh, um, 2012, I had a a huge... uh, I lost a huge investment in a company that I was in and lots of things went wrong. And I would just didn't know where I was in my life. And all I could see was humanity sucked. And I'm a person, I've got to be of purpose. Otherwise I don't feel purposeful. And then I was asked to be on a podcast, which at the time I said, what's that? (laughs) I didn't even know what a podcast was. And uh, I did live shows with this other company for a while. And then I thought, God, there's so many fantastic people out there. There's so many awesome people make, doing such wonderful things. And yet you listen to their story of what they've been through, the struggle they've gone through. And despite that, they were willing to go through the process and become of service to others. And mm-hmm. it just completely, oh, you are out there. And for me, then became my calling that I had to bring them out. You know, I have done over 2,000 shows myself now. And I had to bring them out. I had to platform them. I had to show other people there is a better way. There is a different way. There are the people who have turned the world upside down and decided to feed love, to ignite the heart and soul. You know, one of the slogans, I think it's one of the best slogans is just do it. Yes. Right? Be present. Just do it. Just be yourself. Stop worrying about what it looks like or who is it going to affect or how many people are going to follow you, right? You want to be an example to that child? Live in your presence, in your now, and just do it, but do it from the heart. Feel the knowledge. Don't think the knowledge. The think the knowledge is always analyzing. Should I, shouldn't I, this, see that. Feel it. If it feels Don't. right, the knowledge will come.
1: Amen. Don't hold back.
0: No, no. Don't hold I back. Mean, look at a child when they're playing. Do they hold back? No. Or does this look right while I'm wearing a pot on my pan, on my head? Yes. You, know? you no. know, they're just in the moment. They're in their imagination. They're in their beautiful world. And somewhere along the line, we've become, and that's a lot to do with the fact that cameras are on you all the time it's like well what does this look like somebody caught this you know do do i look uncomfortable you know i don't do i'm Or embarrassed you know and we've become too conscious of that and it's like you know people say to me are you worried about what you say on here or that anything's going to come back i interviewed one woman who's been doing this for so long and she said people send me death threats and go what you (laughs) know and she's talking about children (laughs) you know and it's and it's like i've never had that i may have people disagree with a subject but i've I've never had that and it's again back to the algorithm what you put out is what people are going to rise up to and and respond back and if we could teach our children that it is about love and compassion and being there for each other and community i think we can bring that community lifestyle back again even with the technology but use it right use it right
1: all i can do you and i can do it individually, yeah. and that's our job. Yes, people like the people that started whispering grace. Um, yes, people that do other things. We were were we're, um, we're just called to do it individually, and and if it works and it catches fire, so be it. But the the bottom line is, if even if it doesn't, Sarah, I couldn't live it any other way.
0: Right. Right. I'm not going to
1: cheat. I'm not going to cheat myself, no. if, and and cheat my family and cheat those around me. Um, even though I may be skeptical that it can it can ignite and catch fire and everybody would change, because you know I'd like to think that it would. But but all I can all we can do is control ourselves. And, and our environment, what's around us.
0: Right. I mean, it's like with these shows. We do them. We put them out there. We give them many platforms. We have 14 audio, two video, four sites, and many social medias. We can put it out there. But what people do with it is up to them. Yeah. Right? But we put it out with good vibrations. So very often people pick up the vibe before they even pick up the product. That's probably true. Yeah,
1: that's so true and and god bless you for doing this that's amazing
0: i can't do anything else this is what i'm meant to do Good to <laughs> i'm i'm there you know it's like you know my son keeps saying you you know mom you're not making any money and you know, no, no i'm so enriched i'm so abundant with the people i get to interview like you and it's like i have to do this this is, this is not for any other reason than we've got to get the options out there, the solutions out there. We are not going to go back to the lifestyle of a child that you and I had. It's not going to be possible. But how do we take the technology, how do we take the, even what's going to be happening in the future with the kids and show them the importance of play, of interaction, of community, even using the technology, but everything in moderation, everything in its place. And I don't mean compartmentalized. I mean, we could use all of these things together, but we've got to use it in a way it doesn't take us over, that we're always a part of something. And yes, we can make sure our kids get outside and play in the mud. Right? Right throw snowballs at each other and do all of that and they may take pictures and come back and share it on social media look what mm-hmm. i did but mm-hmm. make sure there is a balance right it's just like serving just meat instead of the veggies where are the veggies yeah. we want them to have a whole meal yeah. well, probably i like them having a vegetarian meal but anyway <laughs>
1: <laughs> i agree and 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 i want to I, I i guess uh, i want to thank you for having me on. And oh, my for,
0: pleasure, my pleasure. For, Where do pleasure. people get hold of the book?
1: They can go to Amazon. They can go to Barnes and Noble Kids, amazon.com. It's, it's really across the board. If you just plug in Penguin Bill, but you have to plug in Come Find Yourself also. Right. So it's Penguin Bill, Come Find Yourself. And, um, and if they, they put
0: in your name on Amazon, it would come up. So for the people who are just listening, because they'll be able to read this on the video, but on the audio, would you please spell your name out for people?
1: Sure. It is Joe and it's Palmasano. P-A-L, Palm, I-S-A-N-O, just like it sounds, palmasano.
0: Sounds like a delicious dish. <laughs> ah, thank you. <laughs> Ooh, I want Italian food now. <laughs> Thank you for, I mean, you've, you've had a very diverse life. I mean, sit down and start writing a kid's book. I bet, you know, a few years ago, you say to somebody, you've got to write a kid's book. You go, yeah, right. You yeah, know? know, and it's like, but you allow. And that is a huge lesson for people to learn. Do not dictate what your life should be. Mm-hmm. Experience it and allow because you never know what door is going to open or what you're going to go through or what it's going to mean to you or or why you're even doing it. You Mm -hmm. don't know the effect this book is going to have until maybe down the road where it will show itself. Right. But you're putting, you're putting this book out because you know why you're doing it from the heart. You want to make a difference, but you want kids to know it's okay to be differently abled.
1: Yes. And don't, Buy into the crowd. (laughs) Exactly. Whatever the crowd says. I I think just that before we go, the last, the very last page in the book, because it talks about all the things, and it says, Don't give in to the group, those who say join the crowd. Be just who you are. Stand tall and be proud. Let your inner light shine for all people to see. Now, that is the measure of all you can be. Perfect. And that's the whole book before that is talking about, is this the measure? Is this the measure? Is this the measure? No. Your measure is to be yourself. Stand up. Be proud. Let your inner self shine. That's the true measure of what you're about. So,
0: I often make the metaphor of discover your instrument, learn how to play it, And then find the right orchestra to join.
1: Amen. Yeah, that's so true.
0: Because we are meant to be gathered as a community. The orchestra is together. I I, I was recently in Montreal and got to go to an orchestra and a symphony. And it's every single one of those people are gifted. They could all stand alone. But together... The yes. resonance of that music, the transcendence of that music, you can only do together, but you can only do it together if each one brings the best of what they are to the table.
1: That, that is so perfect. Yeah, that is exactly what, what we're all about.
0: Right. right. So all we can do is put it out there and have people share it and this is, you know, we're coming up to Christmas season, folks. This is the time to start buying. And this is a wonderful gift to give to either grandkids or nieces or nephews. You know what? Even donate it to the school, to the teachers, so they can read them to the kids there. Um, you know, uh, this is, you want to get a few books and hand it out to even the, the food banks. So that it could be a gift that can go to a kid there. And then that's a gift both to the parent and the child. Don't just think linear and book. I don't have children anymore. I don't care. There are children all around you all the time. Buy a few books and give them away because you are giving them a gift of understanding. It's okay to be different. It's okay to shine bright. It's okay to not even know who you are because that's part of your life's discovery. But don't give in to the crowd and become what everybody else wants you to be. Be who you are and make that discovery yourself because it's so worth it when you find out who you really are and who you can still be because hey 67 68 we've still got a lot more to do and a lot more to discover right yeah we do right and life ain't over until i mean your mom's a hundred for christ's sake you know know, know. (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot more living to do folks so don't die too soon (laughs) yes thank you so much for writing this book and sharing here today it's been an absolute delight
1: well thank you for having me sarah and i i i hope somewhere down the line we could we could talk again i wish you the best oh most
0: certainly i'd love to have you back on again most certainly and actually it'd be really neat to kind of do a round table too you know oh, with, with, with other things i really would love that so folks remember this is a beautiful gift to give out you can get it on amazon it's a wonderful gift to give children the teachers uh the daycare workers uh, anybody you know who's got a kid the food banks everything please think externally give this gift to other people all right until next time folks bye for now we hope that you enjoyed the show you will hear many many shows here at SoftDiscoveryMedia.com. we have new shows for you out every week just find them on our podcast or, or what's new if you feel that you have something to share that makes a difference in the lives of others or you too feel that you could be a host, please contact me at info at selfdiscoverymedia.com and we will be glad to speak with you. Have a wonderful day.